Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Big opinions, the panel. Very pleased to say that we've got Jordan Oppett on the panel this morning and uh, Jim Case. Um, and I think we'll start with you, Jordan. I know you've been very busy at Cut Week. I've seen you walking around and someone carrying your little tripod with your camera while you've been carrying the microphone around. So. Uh, I saw it just hasn't quite been the same, has it, to be fair, but you've still tried to, to get some kind of feeling there? Oh, honestly, it's just so sad. And good morning, by the way, and good morning, Jim, as well. Um, I think it's sad because I think we've just got to admit the gloss has been rubbed off. You know, I haven't missed a cup week in the eight years that I've been down in Christchurch, and for the first time I can remember it was raining, it was gloomy, it was dull, and instead of SPF 50, I was in a coat. And I think that kind of just reflects the mood down here at the moment. You know, you were there as well, and a raceway that would usually be, usually be packed to the brim was empty. You know, you usually can't even hear the comments over that feature race and this year his voice echoed and you know I interviewed Blair Orange as soon as he finished that cup race and won it and I said you know what was it like coming down that home stretch without the fans and he just said I'm just gutted and I really felt for him because as much as this is about the fans and getting doled up and perhaps having a few too many it's also their big day as well for the industry you know they well big week you know they work so hard for this and you know tomorrow's Canterbury anniversary as we've talked about before um, show days usually on that's been canned as well so look I just really hope things are back to normal next year because it has been quite odd and I'd love to see you guys all down here well we'd like to come down on mass as you say I was there for a couple of days uh, Jordan and before we get on to the cricket, etc., uh, um, with Jimmy Jordan, I just want—I I just, from a journalistic point of view, I, I just wondered why this couldn't have been a test case. You know, Christchurch has not been anywhere near the virus or vice versa for coming up a year now. To be honest, uh, could this not have been a test case uh, to, to for the government to say, "Let's let's have a go and see what happens." Oh, honestly, I wish it was, and I don't see why it wasn't. I mean, it's been going for 117 years every year on the same dates. I mean, there was plenty of notice. There was, I know for a fact that, you know, that the industry was reaching out to the government asking um, for what options could come into play. And I mean, it just seems so wrong that, you know, down here we've gone nearly over a year without cases uh, and still we couldn't make something work. And, I mean, as I said to you before, a big demographic down here that go to the races is the target the government really wants to get down here anyway with the vaccinations. I tell you now, they all would have gone and got a jab and turned up to the races had they known they could be there if they got it. And I just think it's, it's a real wasted opportunity to see how this could have worked. I mean, we've got summer coming up, festivals. This could have been the guinea pig event for it. I totally agree. Absolutely, I think they've missed a, a big, missed a big boat there, a big chance. Uh, Jimmy, anyway, let's uh, let's move on. I, I I don't know if you know this, Jimmy, but we won the cricket this morning. Had, had you realised that? <laughs> oh, mate, it was fantastic, wasn't it? I was working on the AM show this morning when uh, when that result finished. Uh, so it was it was awesome to be able to tell people about that. 
What a fantastic performance, particularly uh, by Conway, by Mitchell and, and Jimmy Neesham. Just just warmed the heart, didn't it? Especially against the Poms, you know, after the, the other World Cup we don't talk about. It did. Uh, it did, actually. Uh, and you... You know, you've worked a, a lot with um, uh, with people behind the scenes, not just the playing aspect of it. Uh, there's a few unsung heroes uh, that don't get to play anymore, people like Gary Stead. Uh, we, we, I mean, I, I made the analogy, if he, if he walked into most people's pub, they wouldn't know who he was. If Fozzie did, everyone know who he was. Uh, are we, is he due something, Gary Stead? Is he due some recognition here? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it's hilarious. Well, well no, uh, I think it's very apt that his nickname is Steady because he's absolutely been a steady hand on the tiller for the Black Caps. Uh, they are just such a steady, such a calm team. You know, you lose Cup Till on the first over, you lose Kane Williamson not long after, uh, and, you know, that whole team could have panicked. But no, very steady, very calm, stick to the plan, stick to what they know how to do. And, you know, Darryl Mitchell comes through and hits 70 on off, not a lot. It's just... Just fantastic to continue to see in that Black Caps team, Smitty, different guys stand up and, and, and count when, when they need to. And, and I think that's a sign of a really, really good team. That so many in that team are able to stand up when it's their moment. And Jimmy Neesham again. What a, what a man for the big moment Jimmy Neesham is. Yeah, he is, actually. Yeah. Um, Jordan, I'm not sure if you've, you follow... Uh, Jimmy Neesham much but he, he's prone to Twitter I think he's very nervous they get very nervous around the Black Caps camp when he gets the phone out but uh, to be honest uh, he can he can do what he likes Jordan at the moment uh, and the other thing for me is of course Gary Stead's a Cantab so you're not surprised about his qualities are you? Oh not at all and I'd just like to point out I think Daryl Mitchell's really come into his own since he came down here I think we can take full Totally agree with you, Jordan. It's very special, and uh, let's hope that we've got one more uh, in the tank. And actually, Jimmy, you, you wouldn't mind seeing uh, John Mitchell, whose uh, whose journey all of a sudden now, as uh, the famous phrase, has, has taken him to, as a, pr- a proud father all the way to Abu Dhabi, uh, and he's just finished with England. He's going to Wasps. So, what a, what a cool time for for a dad. Absolutely cool. We, we had Daryl Mitchell on the AM show this morning, and he, I said to him, mate, it must have been nice to have your old man in there. And he said, yeah, it's pretty special, you know. And in this weird world that we're living in at the moment where, you know, you're not able to always get across or see family members and those sorts of things, to have your dad there when you played such a key innings uh, must have been really, really nice. And, uh, yeah, look, it, it, 
it just warms the cockles of your heart, doesn't it, to see a performance like that. And uh, I actually hope, Dylan, that they play Australia in the final. I think it would be really nice to see the subcontinent who, who wield so much political power in the game of cricket. It would be nice for them to again miss out because, um, yeah, there, there needs to be a sort of a sign that there's more to cricket than just the subcontinent teams. And we saw that with the, with the uh, one-day World Cup final and hopefully we get to see it again with the T20. It feels a little bit weird saying that I want Australia to win the game, uh, but it would be nice to play them, and of course it would be great to beat them in the final. Nothing sweeter, Jimmy. Nothing sweeter on earth than watching them. To, watch, to watching them uh, watch us get a trophy. That would be fantastic. We're going to take a quick news break, uh, Jordan and, and Jimmy, and then we'll be back. Uh, of course, the All Blacks uh, are on this weekend, and Jordan... You might have to explain a text that just comes through. For someone who sounds like you're Canterbury through and through, Richard has just texted through and said Jordan is actually a county's girl. We'll come back to that in a moment. Talk, big opinions, the panel. Uh, yeah, we've got uh, Jimmy Kays, uh, uh, Jordan Oppert with us. And uh, before we get on to the rugby, uh, Jordan, uh, is it true uh, you're a county's girl? Because uh, for God's sake, I've been listening to you over the last two or three times we've had you on, and you sound like the next Leanne Dalziel down there. <laughs> well, if you can't beat them, what do they say? Join them. So, I've joined them. So, I've been here for seven years now, or seven nearly so I think I can sort of count myself as a canter, can't I? But no, I'm from a place uh, called Hatu Mahoi, near Pukukoi. Yep. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm proud of it, but yeah, um, I've changed my stripes. I'm, I'm kind of, you know, red and black are the colours in counties too, so it just works, you know? Hatu Mahoi, they make good cricket pitches and uh, as well as uh, very good television personalities as well, Jordan. So they make very good cricket pitches out of Hatu Mahoi soil. Uh, Jimmy Case. Uh, it is now finally time to get serious, serious about the All Blacks. Of course, we've got this Irish Test match on, um, and it would be nice to be at Aviva Stadium listening to uh, Ireland's call, wouldn't it? We can't. We're stuck at home, but uh, I'm looking forward to this. Oh, it's, it's at last. It's going to be, you know, back to when they play South Africa. We've got a, a decent Test match against a very, very good side. Uh, and it's one that you're not going to be able to pick the result of beforehand, you know. Last four times these teams have played each other, they're shared at 50-50, uh, two wins each. Uh, they're a very good side island. We saw that against Japan. They, they want to throw the ball around. Uh, it would be really fascinating to see if they do that as much against the All Blacks because uh, the All Blacks don't mind teams that have a crack at them. They like to turn the ball over and attack from turnover ball. So, yeah, there's a lot to, to look forward to in this test match. And, boy, there's a lot of intrigues with really about uh, the team that they're going to name tomorrow. OK, Jimmy, let's, uh, let's look at that then, shall we? Um, what do you think yeah. in those key areas? What, what are you picking? Um, I think I'll stick with Bowden Barrett uh, at first five and, and Jordy Barrett at fullback. Um, I think they'll have um, uh, Will Jordan and Rico Iwani on the wings and, and the rest of that back line sort of picks itself. I would not be surprised, mate. I would not be surprised if, if uh, Aaron Smith is on the bench. Uh, I know that John Plumtree mm. came out yesterday and said, oh, he's only going to arrive on Wednesday and that's not enough time and that sort of thing. Um, but, boy, if you've got the world's best halfback um, you know, in camp, wouldn't you want to get him there? So I'd say, you know, not surprised if he's on the bench and, and then starting probably against DuPont and France a week later. 
But the, the one that I don't know is what do they do in the loose sports? They have so many good loose sports to pick from. You know, do they bring back Sam Kane to start? Do they stick with Dalton Papali, who's played fantastically well, um, and Ethan Blackadder on the side, or, or, you know, Luke Jacobson? I, I don't know. So many options there, I just don't know what they do there. But whatever they do, they're not really going to get it wrong because they're all fantastic players. It is. It's quite weird, though, Jimmy. I mean, you've been around rugby circles for such a long time, and, you know, you've been on tour with these guys, and we've got a side playing pretty well, but we've got all these unanswered questions about the personnel, and a weird sort of... I know it's healthy, but it's quite weird. It is quite weird. It is quite weird, but I actually don't mind it, uh, because... It means that there is huge depth and huge competition for those places. Uh, whereas before, you know, I guess I guess we were so used to having a, a bloke called McCaw at open side uh, that you never even debated who was going to be the open side. Well, well, now there's really healthy debate. I don't think it's Sam Kane's at all, even though he was the the, the captain. Uh, I think Dalton Papali. In fact, some of the odds suggest that there's a whole generation coming through who are putting huge mm. pressure on. Uh, in different positions as well. You know, Dane Coles played superbly well uh, last week, and he had to because there's huge pressure on a hooker. So, um, you, you know, that, that's a good thing. That's a really good thing. Um, the only the, the, the two who stand out, though, as, as being sort of untouchable really at the moment would be at Lock with uh, Sam Whitelock and Brady Retallick. Sam Whitelock, mate, he's like, he's like one of your Hawks Bay wines. He just gets better with age. Yeah, he does. I mean, he's absolutely outstanding. And, of course, uh, Jordan, he's from Christchurch as well. Uh, I've just got a text from Hugh to say... <laughs> yeah, not from you. Uh, i got a text from Hugh to say, Near Patamahoi, Mauku Cricket Club is the oldest cricket club in New Zealand. I suppose you'd have known that. Yeah, so uh, my brother... Well, my brother did play there until they no longer had enough players to field a prem team. But they've actually just decided to start one up again this year. Um, joining with Tuakau and Waiuku, so a couple of the other districts around to get it back up and running. Because, yeah, it's one of the oldest cricket clubs, beautiful grounds there, it's heavily involved. So, yeah, it's just up the road from our place. Here's, a, here's a, an issue of conscience for you then, Jordan. Say that the T20 World Cup just might happen to be on at the same time as the All Blacks against Ireland. What are you watching? Oh, that's a no-brainer for me. And I feel bad saying that, but it's definitely going to be the cricket. Easy choice. Yeah, easy choice. I can watch the highlights of the rugby. Okay, Jimmy, what about you? Um, yeah, I'd, I'd have the rugby on, um, and probably somehow have a different device to keep the cricket on in the in, in the background as well. I think I'd go to multiple devices uh, to make sure I was able to watch it, but. What a, yeah, so that's, that's both at the same time Sunday morning. That's going to be an exciting Sunday morning, isn't it? It's going to be exciting, all right. And um, I, I guess you, you can, um, uh, it'll be interesting to actually see what unfolds in, in terms of that, of course. Uh, Jimmy, the Black Ferns, are they a worry for you? Bit of a worry? Yeah, they are a bit. Um, they're quite young and they haven't played a lot of rugby, so that combination hasn't really worked in their favour. And, and I don't know how much rugby they're going to play between now and next year's uh, World Cup. So, 
Yeah, they've been disappointing. You know, that's, that's unquestionable that they've been disappointing. Uh, understandably, I guess, in some respects, because of what I said, they, they haven't played much rugby, and that England team has played, you know, their, their full-timers, and they're playing a lot. But the pressure's on Glenn Moore. Um, pressure's on big time. He's got to turn that team around and turn, you know, for, for next year's World Cup, because when you host a tournament, you really want to get your team into the final. And, and of course, as Kiwis, we want to see them win it. Okay, Jimmy, thank you very much for your time this morning. Uh, Jordan, I imagine you've still got some some duties to do. Uh, New Zealand Racing Cup on Saturday. Me? Talking to me, sorry? Yeah, yeah, you, Jordan, are you still got oh. some duties to do in that respect? Yeah? Sorry, yes, you just cut out for a moment there, but yes, I sure do. I'm batting on, so I've got a couple of days off and I'm batting on Saturday, so yep, hoping to head down. It'll be a great day. It'll feel weird again, I think, because they are allowed some fans, but it is still stripped back. But being a slightly smaller venue when, you, when you're in it anyway, it feels like it. I think it'll feel a bit better, the atmosphere. But, yeah, hoping for a cracker day down there. Hopefully the weather's better than Tuesday. Yeah, so do I. Um, and let's, yeah, hope it is. And, and hope, I really did say I was at the, race, at the gallops yesterday. It felt more like a race meeting than Cup Day did, but maybe that was just me. Anyway, uh, Jordan... Uh, thank you very much for your time this morning, and, and Jimmy, uh, as always, uh, enjoy the weekend. Uh, I'm just being told that the rugby is on Sunday, the cricket on Monday, so you don't even have to worry about choosing the both of you. So there you go. Enjoy oh, the weekend. Good. Thank you very much.